1: Wow. Okay, guys, we have Kylie, my Kundalini teacher. Yes, I've mentioned her every single episode thus far. And this is somebody that I I deeply, deeply admire. And I'm just so excited to dive deep with her right now and pick her brain. So Kylie, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I am truly just so honored and excited right now.
0: You're so welcome. You know, it's funny. I, I have been like waiting for you to ask me to be on it for a while. So I'm like, okay, she, she had Josh on. When's she going to ask me?
1: <laughs> and it's so funny because I think you've been getting my like telepathy messages because every time I do one of these episodes, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I need to get Kylie on here so bad. And then I was telling you too, yesterday, I was like, well, I don't want to bother her. I know she's like so busy. And that was my own limiting belief, which like you are my teacher and you are teaching us not to have those limited beliefs. So I was faced with that reality where I was like, what am I doing? Just ask her, like have the conversation.
0: Yeah. I mean, I knew it was coming. So I'm like, Oh, perfect. Yes. Yes. And I I love doing these because, um, every time I've done a podcast, like there's always somebody that listens that then, uh, finds their way into the course. So I'm, I'm always open to do things like this. And if I can talk about kundalini for an hour of my day like that's a great great hour of my day
1: it's so funny because when josh was on here we were talking about that too it's like if anybody new in our life comes in it's like sorry we're gonna be talking about kundalini and uh if you're unprepared then then we'll just leave it as is. yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it's my favorite thing to talk about i try not to talk about it so much like when i'm out doing regular things but you know when you experience it when you felt it when you know what it can do for you you know you just look at everybody and you know it's like you want to share it with everybody like everybody is an opportunity to give this gift to Mm -hmm. and some people are ready some people are not but you know if you even plant a seed um I think that's so beautiful. And, and, you know, I was listening to the podcast with Josh and, and you were talking about Blonde and, you know, how you feel like she was kind of like this little like angel that came in and, and set you on a path. And um, she did the same for me. And, wow. and and we can become those people, you know, in the teachings, it talks about, you know, become an initiator. Be someone, you know, that, that guides another person into a better path
1: of life i absolutely love that because when i think about too and yes you are very much somebody i can thank for this and especially july okay we can get into july in a little bit but (laughs) (laughs) the general consensus is that july changed all of our lives for the better um so yeah major blessings for that and what i what i've come to now is like just the, the effect that Kundalini and your teachings have provided for me, I'm starting to recognize that, oh my gosh, I actually, I, I am becoming that initiator like you're talking about. And I didn't ever expect it. You know, it was this beautiful like little gift that it's come into my life that, you know, within the beginning of starting a Kundalini practice, which I'm sure you can attest to when you start, you don't really have, you know, you don't really know what's going to come and change and sometimes you start with like, oh yes, I want to change these like two or three qualities, and <laughs> yeah. And then once you start, oh my gosh, it's a hundred different qualities that you didn't even know you needed to work on, and what a ride! What a blessing! Uh, yeah, it's
0: until yeah. you experience it, you don't really get it. But you know, I was talking in class today. I don't know if you've done the class yet today, but. Um, you know, the the teachings say that a teacher should be so strong that they can crack your head open and put a new brain in in your skull. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to be going to LA next week. And and so I'm going to have an opportunity to go back and and see my teacher for the first time in a a really long time. And like, that is exactly what she did for me. Like my brain now is not the same brain I had when I started practicing years ago.
1: Mm -hmm. And and
0: that's what she did for me. Like She just cracked me wide open and allowed me to just completely upgrade every part of my life, of my body, of my personality, everything.
1: Oh, everything. So thank you for cracking my head open because- Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's not easy. It's not easy. Not everybody wants their head cracked open, right? I mean, like just saying it like that is like, I mean, if we want to talk about July, like there were moments in the July practice where I'm like, "Holy shit, what did I get myself into with this practice?" And Amen. Yeah, I felt cracked wide open, and it's a very, very vulnerable place to be. And it's a place where you have no option but just mm. to trust what's happening, right? And just decide, fuck it, I made it this far, I'm gonna just go into it. Because a lot of people turn back, you know. Like that's the thing, and, and I see it happen a lot in the course. Well, not as much as I expected. I mean, when I started this, I thought like, okay, if I can get like 10 people to become practitioners, cool. Cause Like, you know, that might be like a good ratio. Right. The fact that I have, you know, like 200 people that come back every month committed and pra- and actually practicing, I still can't really comprehend it. Um, but you know, I prayed for fearless people that were ready like to make changes and ready for the energy. And, and that's exactly what I got. And, you know, like each month we just build off of the next month. And so it's right. like, you have a tough month like July. And it's like, you know, that it's just setting your, yourself up for whatever August is supposed to bring. And that's exactly how it's felt for me. Like July was rough. There were a lot, a lot of, um, I don't even, I mean, do you want to share your experience with July? I don't even know how to say it without, you know, I'm here like, yeah, this will get like new people in the course. Meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, I cried for two weeks straight.
1: (laughs) No. And that's the, that's the beautiful thing too, is like July was so incredibly intense, but now, especially in hindsight, which, you know, everything in hindsight is 2020, but we were all laughing and finding this camaraderie and community with each other because we were like am I the only one like what is going on and it's so funny to talk to you know like all of us who've been kind of in that OG position where it's like we joined almost a year ago and continually practicing through the months and you know uh, I think I even mentioned this with Josh is like we maybe got to June we're all feeling really good we're like wow we're really in this you know we're like You know, we're almost a year in, look at us, baby. Like we're, we're going, we're riding this wave. And then it's like, boom, just kidding. You still have lessons. And like you were saying too, a lot of people turn back. All I knew in that, that moment is like, okay, if I turn back, whatever I'm feeling right now is going to be a hundred times worse. And what I'm feeling is something I want to get over as quick as possible. So let's work. And so, yeah, that's, yeah that's
0: a really good way to explain it like when it comes up you have two choices you know you can run but it's not going anywhere no because it's been there the whole time that's the mm-hmm. thing that's what people have to understand whatever's coming up through meditation through this practice it's been in you mm-hmm you just didn't know it mm-hmm and you're pulling it out of your subconscious mind you're pulling it into the forefront of your consciousness and now is the real test yeah like you've you've just lived robotically with those memories you didn't even realize that they were shaping your current reality yep and now the awareness comes into play and it's like do i want to be a coward <laughs> No, and just push it back down but still subconsciously deal with it or do I want to just have courage and grit and just decide like enough is enough and and that's how I felt in July like everything that came up I was telling my one friend I'm like this is a sick joke (laughs) like every single fear every single fear around this one topic that i've been working through came up to the point where i'm like no no like i'd see something i'm like no no that's not happening but it was really happening and so i had no choice but like at one point i just started laughing i'm like wow because i made a commitment i said i said in june okay this is what i want to work through this is what i want to get rid of this is what i want to move out of my psyche because i'm just sick and tired of it Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, July, what? Oh, <laughs> outwork your way to the top. I didn't even remember what the theme was. Right. Uh, what, what did I start calling it? Uh, basically, outwork uh, your own negative thoughts that you right. have against yourself in order to get to the top. Because I started July thinking we were just going to work on like our careers and stuff, right? Mm hmm. And then within the first few days, it instantly became, uh, we were outworking our own negative patterns and Mm -hmm. it was really, really intense. And, and the thing is, is when you guys are all working through it, I'm feeling it. And so I knew that July was like something way different because I felt really, really sick in the beginning of July. Like I, you probably remember, I talked about that a lot in class, like, There were mornings where like I was just so fatigued and tired from all the energy and I would just like lay down after the whole day and then I'd get up like okay it's evening meditation I gotta teach I gotta eat you know like I just I didn't feel good because Mm -hmm. there was Um, my teacher used to say you know when she would be in class she'd be teaching like she said she could literally see everybody's garbage flying around their auras. And that's that is how I kind of would describe how July South. Like felt like there was a lot of garbage around me.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna go up to everybody in the class right now and be like, we need to apologize to Kylie because we threw all of our garbage at her. Thank you but for feeling.
0: You know but teachings say, the teachings say that a spiritual teacher yeah. Uh, garbage, man.
1: I love that. I've never heard that.
0: You, um, you just take out people's garbage for them.
1: Thank you. So truly, welcome. truly. Like that's
0: what the angel course is right. Like it's just an opportunity to spend 30 minutes a day or more, depending on how much you want to commit to the minimum commitment is 30 minutes a day. Although right. July and August have been 40 minute practices. Yeah, what it is, uh, to just literally clean and clear out your mental bullshit. That was in the teachings, right? He, he, <laughs> I said that in class one day. Um, he calls your, your bullshit, your beautiful service right. to your ego. That's all your bullshit is. It, it's like just servicing your own ego.
1: Oh, and that was exactly what was happening for me. It was like the most self-aware I've ever been about this certain ego trip that I was having. And like you were saying too, uh, surrounding this one topic, that's what came up for me. It was something very specific that I didn't know even existed, or I thought, oh, maybe I had a little twinge of that and I've been working through it. And I found that You know what i thought was the homeostasis the the curing of it no it was not (laughs) cured and now it's beautiful though you know like in that moment it was like it was like oh you know the one um i always is it Gion chakra where it's uh you're clearing your personality the obnoxiousness Haas kriya Haas kriya so Haas kriya that one too when we first started doing that that cleared up a bunch. And then in July, just whatever other uh, practices we were doing, I was incorporating Haas Kriya back in there because all okay. this ego stuff to like, I was doing that whenever I, I would take a bath. I was like, I don't like this part of me. You know, yeah. it was a huge reflection for me of just like, get rid of this. Otherwise I am not the person I want to be.
0: Yeah. Well, I love that. And I think to be able to say that about yourself is so uh, beautiful.
1: You well, know,
0: to sit there and be like, I don't like this part of myself, but actually have the hunger to change it. There's a lot of people that don't like things about themselves, but then, you know, they're weak, they're weak-minded and they can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So to be able to sit there and, and pick yourself apart in a, in a healthy way, you know, without guilt, but just in, in a self psychology manner. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this pattern, this is that pattern. I don't like this. I really like this though. So if I get rid of this weakness, I feel like this strength will come through more. Like that's what that's what this practice does. It opens this line of communication in your mind and you just start to understand yourself better and and you start to work through the weaknesses. So that your strengths become your projection. Right. And and then, you know, it, it puts so much courage and stamina in your personality. So you have the ability to actually face it and then just get rid of it. That's all. We just get rid of it.
1: Oh my gosh. And the one thing too, I have to say about how transformative this entire uh, new start, you know, I almost call it, the new start for me was when I started Kundalini because whatever I was doing before, you know, I, I loved self-development. I was always reading. I was always trying to be better, but I was following or sorry, falling in these similar patterns over and over and over again, even though I was building on those patterns, like, okay, I'm getting more and more aware of them, but why are they still entering in my life? And the reason I feel like it was such a crossover is because as soon as I started meditating and doing the practice it was like the pattern I didn't even have to worry about anymore it just flew away amazing
0: you know because at the end of the day you know people can say whatever they want to say about kundalini and you know it's funny I had somebody dm me on twitter or actually I dm them I reached out to them because you know there's a couple people that I'm like you know this person is cool this person has good energy like let's I, I would love them to to come in the group. So I messaged this guy and I'm like you want to do a kundalini. And he messaged me back and he's like isn't kundalini demonic? And I thought he was joking, right? Cuz at this point when people say things about kundalini being like bad or negative, it's
1: like okay. Right.
0: I have no words.
1: Right. I've I, had a few I've I, had a few people say that same thing the demonic
0: yeah it happens to everybody in the course um you know there's gonna be someone that says something that that like googles it or whatever who cares so i think this guy's like totally joking and and to me it's so not that whole like idea of kundalini being negative is like such a joke to me that um i actually made a joke back to him because i thought he was joking so i said i was like uh a little demon time never hurt anybody (laughs) And then he blocked me and I was like, oh, shit, he was serious. Um, so I don't even know where I was going with that, but. Uh,
1: he just wasn't ready. Well, he was, it was just
0: funny because to me, it's so not serious. But uh, what I was going to say is, you know, everybody, you know, people can say whatever they want about Kundalini. They can Google it and, and you know, find anything whatever you you know you can google anything and if you want to find something negative about something you can look hard enough and if your mind wants to find it it will find it right but at the end of the day whether it's like mystical or magical or metaphysical or any of that stuff which it is it is um it's a science and it's a technology and that's why it works beyond you you don't even have to really believe in all the magic stuff just believe in the fact that there are ways to change your brain. And, you know, I do that addiction meditation in the course every single month. That's the one thing that stays constant is the Mm -hmm. addiction. And we're almost at a year now because what's happening is, you know, we're pushing on our temples. And as we push on our temples, we're starting to balance the hemispheres of the brain And then by pushing on the temples, you're directly affecting the pituitary gland and the pineal gland. Like everything has a purpose Mm. and a reason. And so every single time we get on our mat, we're strengthening the brain as if you're in the gym, lifting weights, strengthening your biceps, same thing. Mm -hmm. So if you get in the gym every day and you start lifting weights, well, your arms are gonna get bigger you sit down and you meditate and you start strengthening your brain, it's obviously going to start to change and get stronger and more developed. Mm -hmm. And that's why people are changing, you know, not just in my course, but just in the practice in general, because it's a science. There's a reason we do everything that we do.
1: Right. And I want to know too. So, I know a little bit about your journey to becoming a Kundalini teacher, but do you remember maybe that moment where it showed itself to you? Did you have the thought and decided to try a class or how did your journey in this begin?
0: Do you mean just practicing or teaching or both?
1: Maybe a little bit of both, like what began the practice?
0: Let's do both because it kind of happened simultaneously. So I went to first class with blonde who invited me i was just coming to la at that you know on vacation and um i was doing regular yoga at the time and like you said before kundalini you were doing some of the spiritual stuff and it was helping and that's where i was at you know i was reading like louise hay which Mm -hmm. amazing great place to start for spiritual stuff um i was journaling I was seeing a therapist. I was going to vinyasa yoga. You know, I was feeling um, like I was on the right path. But again, nothing was really changing. It was more just like, it felt good while I was doing those things. But then when I wasn't sitting there writing or reading, Mm -hmm. I still felt the same. And that's the difference between kundalini. It'll change you off the mat. But so I go to this class and, um, you know, instantly it's beyond words, but I just knew like the second the teacher walked in, like there was just a feeling that I can't explain. Yeah, I just knew. And then the class ended and, you know, if you've done Kundalini, you'll kind of know that feeling of like, what the fuck just happened to my mind, Right. you know, you feel it. I go to the bathroom, I'm waiting, you know, in the line for the bathroom, and there's all these signs on the walls for advertising different things. And there was an advertisement for a teacher training. Uh, this was in February, and the teacher training was in September. Mm. I took a picture of it. Like, I don't know why. It's my first class. Like, well, I'm gonna go to teacher training now. Like, I'm a Gemini. I'm extreme. But like, come on, that's a little much. So I go back <laughs> friend's apartment after that class and I I remember I laid in bed all day and I just felt this this energy in my body I remember taking a picture of myself and just Mm. like feeling like I was not the same person as I was that morning that's so cool and then I kept going and then the second class I went to you know I remember I I went again by myself like you know, I, I blonde wasn't going to that class. And it's like, I just had to be there. I knew I had to be there. I'm sitting in the second class, and that's when I felt like the real feeling. Um like I felt the tingling in my head. I'm I'm crying. I'm like watching these old versions of myself and realizing like that's not me. That was never me. You know, like people who have known me before Kundalini. There was a period of time where I had like pink hair, and, and I remember just like seeing that vision, ver- that very version of myself in my head, and being like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and but it was sad, right? You know, yeah. like when you let go of these old layers. And so I'm yeah. crying. I'm crying. And um, I went back home to Rochester. You know, flew crop back across the country. And I'm like, what now? Mm. What now? But I knew like no matter what, I was supposed to be doing this stuff. Mm. And I made like a little vision board and I, I put a bunch of pictures of that teacher all over it. I put the dates of the teacher training. And um I had no idea what I was doing because when you first start practicing kundalini it's very difficult to practice on your own you really need a teacher mm. you really really need a teacher yeah you know it took me years to learn how to practice by myself and at that point there were not really like online offerings mhm so i go back to la right like i i just had to keep going and and that was basically my life for like 3 years of um, wow going back and forth to LA every you know 6 weeks or so i'd go for you know as long as i could 7 10 days i'd go a class every single day sometimes twice a day if my teacher taught twice a day and then slowly 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 i started developing and building a close relationship with my teacher um, and then, you know, I did teacher training. September came and, and I was there. And it really just like went full speed after that. When you develop a relationship with the teacher and you spend a lot of time with the teacher, you spend a lot of time within the teacher's energy field, it, uh, it like catapults your growth. Mm. So, you know, I feel like all the time I spent with her and the way that I served her and and would take care of her when we were together, you know, that it it builds good karma. Mm -hmm. It's called Deva, you know, it's, it's selfless service in the name of your spiritual practice. And, you know, I was talking to someone recently, they're like, I remember when you started talking about what you do for your teacher and like they thought it was real weird, but, you know, that's just like a, a concept we don't really have anymore like it's kind of outdated you know people don't really know how to serve and, and give anymore
1: right and and actually too it, it you're so right because even in the art world you know there were apprentices for years and that's how you learn and you know you can't just expect to be the best and not take any guidance from anyone who's done the things you want to do before you know
0: I think that's like the programming that's being put into us right now like you can get anything at the touch of a fingertip so people don't Mm really they need to put the time or the the, you know the service the seva in Mm -hmm. everyone wants to get paid right away everybody thinks they're the best right away and you're not right you know you gotta humble yourself at some point even now you know I'm not sitting here thinking I'm the best teacher. I have a long way to go. I'm one year in, that's it. Um, you know, you just, you gotta put your time in. Right. And, and that, that's for anything. and And that's even for your own, for your own expansion of yourself. You can't get on the mat for one month, you know, and think you're gonna be enlightened.
1: Right. And then the moment you think that too, is when you're going to have it all, you know, if you ask for that, oh, I, I'm enlightened. It's like, okay, sure. we're going to throw a, a boulder on you. We're
0: going to put out work your weight to the top on top, of so that you can just completely humble yourself and realize it's never
1: ending. It's never ending. And it's, it's so beautiful to it. It it almost becomes to what's happened for me as well. And not not to cut you off. Um, it's almost become a fun game with myself. Mm -hmm. It's just knowing, wow. Okay. There's always something to do and learn about myself and something to conquer. And that keeps me motivated. You know, it's, you don't just get to this plateau and you're like, oh yeah, did my kundalini for a year? I'm I'm a fully fledged being, <laughs> like. But that's a
0: thing. Like that that's a thing that happens to a lot of people, and you know when when you think you've made it, uh, you really haven't, and that's when you kind of just start to stink, and and that's when people get like a huge spiritual ego, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm always just teaching like, be humble, mm-hmm. just just be you and you and realize that everything is an opportunity to look deeper into yourself. And that's why I love Osho's teachings too, so much because, you know, he, that's kind of his concept. Like it's always a, it's always a me problem. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of mental strength to adapt to that mindset. Especially, you know, in in a relationship or in a friendship, we always want to blame the other person. But if you start to become that type of person that looks at every opportunity as an opening to experience and understand something deeper about yourself, you become a really interesting human being.
1: One of my favorite things, too, to piggyback off of The lesson that you were teaching, I believe it was actually fairly recent that you said this in class, but you know, what's happening if you're involved with somebody else, whether it's a friendship, relationship, family, and you feel like you're giving so much and you're not getting anything back in return or what you're not expecting back in return. And I loved how you put to always just give more, no matter what, like who cares what the other person is doing they can't affect you, just still give. And that yeah. stuck with me.
0: That's like my personal teachings. And that's just how I live my life. And um, I'll always preach that. And there's going to be a lot of people that don't agree with that. A lot of people love the word boundaries and this and that. But anytime I've put quote unquote boundaries, I never feel very good. Hmm. I kind of feel weak. Mm. and when i just go into the idea of like no i can han i can handle this i can be it sounds so cliche but like i can be like the light i can be the bigger person i can be you know the elevator okay. and if someone else is maybe acting foolish um by giving, you know, there's this opportunity to potentially help them rise up with you. And if they don't, well, that's fine. You know, well, what's a boundary going to do? It's just going to guarantee that they don't rise up with you. So, you know, that, that's a concept that we talk about a lot in the course. And, um, not something I talk about too much, like out in the open, because I think you have to truly understand what it feels like to expand your auric field so big that you become limitless with giving. And so if you don't understand what that feels like, you'll never understand what it means to be a true giver. Um, But beggars will be beggars and givers will be givers. And you can decide which type of human being you want to be for me I want to just always give 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 uh, and and that was always my idea with this course mm-hmm. you know how much can I give right how much can I give and uh the more I've given the more I get and so that's just a simple easy way to see it in real time you know people thought I was crazy when I'm like I'm gonna put a women's course for free now you know like you want to teach more like can you handle that Like good you know but then the more I give the more I just feel like I get
1: right and I I believe too um the women's course when you announced you were doing that um it was something that was something I was working on personally as coming into this femininity, because like you said too, and I'm going to uh, go back a little bit. When you said you had pink hair, I also had pink hair, like <laughs> like maybe 10 years ago now. I don't even know. Huh,
0: guys, uh, that, let me just say.
1: <laughs> no, and it was not a good, it was not a good look for me. It was like, I'm already kind of like red. And so it just, <laughs> Me too. Oh, it was bad. And, um, so I've always had this, you know, I was always in the masculine, you know, there's this new kind of way of talking about this all the time. It's like, you know, in the masculine, in the feminine. So I don't really know how else to say it, but I really did have a hard time unlocking those feminine qualities or just feeling really like powerful in those feminine qualities. You know, I grew up in the South where, it was pretty much programmed into me that you had to be a very specific type of feminine uh, to be a woman. And that to me made it seem like I was this delicate flower that, you know, I had to sit back and do the stuff. And I'm, I'm loud. I like to do things that were against that grain, whatever. So I naturally kind of grew into a more masculine person. And so when you launched the women's teachings and like you said, like you giving more, it's like a lot of us too, didn't even know we needed that. And I, and I was working on it personally for a little bit before, but then that course, I was like, there are other people having the same thoughts and ideas. And we want to change this. This is wonderful. (laughs) Like it was very reassuring.
0: The women's course is definitely a gem.
1: It's a gem. It's a gem. I didn't expect that either. Um, to just like, even just having the conversations with everybody, how impactful they would be for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, just listening to what people are working through and then, um, you know, kind of, uh, poking them. Like, I feel like that's what the women's course is about. Like, let me like poke you a little bit. Let me provoke you a little bit. And you may not like it at the time, but you'll sit with it and you'll think about it. And if you're doing the practice, it will all make sense to you.
1: But you know, there's
0: so many women that forget how to be women and um, have lost that nurturing essence. And um, I'm gonna get like roasted by certain, and I don't care but like the sweetness.
1: I love that know? stuff. You know, if they're yeah. roasting you, they're going to have to roast me too. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't. <laughs> Roasted almonds taste better anyway. Roasted always tastes better. But, you know, I, th- I think I just want to help women understand, you know, how to be a better woman, whether you're in a relationship or you are looking to enter one. You know, if you're looking to enter one, even better in the women's course, you know, prepare yourself before, Right. you'll be really successful in, in relationship if you do the work first. But, you know, Guru Jagat did a lot of teachings around this mm-hmm. and I, I just loved them so much and I, and I would listen. And, and, you know, I remember there was this one teaching and she talked about how, you know, you're in a relationship, right? And, you know, the, the man comes home. How often do you get up, drop what you're doing, and welcome him home? Hmm. Like, probably hardly ever for most people. Probably
1: hardly ever. Yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, she said, like, how often do you make him feel like he is a king in your world? And when you start to become that type of woman, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter anything. You are unforgettable. You know, you can be the most beautiful girl in the world, but if you don't know how to make a man feel good, he may keep you around because you look good. But is he truly going to, to love you, respect you, want to build with you? No.
1: No. And are that's you, when you
0: and and are you going to make him better? You know, that's a whole other teaching. Is when when you have one of these types of women in your life,
1: like the man
0: is going to succeed.
1: Hmm. Yep. And that's when too. And I, I I didn't mean to cut you off. Um. That's when too. You find so many stories that can actually end up programming us too to to not let love in our lives, but you see all these beautiful celebrities or who it may be and they've been cheated on or you know x y and z and not to say that that's not like a a flaw of the the partner as well because like that's you know we we want to have well-rounded traits and and everybody but you know we start to get programmed with that and so I think people have this whole like oh you better like show me every single thing before I can do one thing you know
0: yeah, and that's how women are like what's that stupid thing princess treatment or nothing right it's like for, do you treat him good do you do anything that would be deserving of being treated like a princess you know right at the end of the day like get over yourselves right you know just just be a really really solid woman
1: Right, And I feel like this works with friendships too. And everybody it's like, you know, why would anybody, I also tend to relate to you with this. It's like, I love to be at my house. I love to spend time with my dogs and be alone. So if I have a friendship, it's like, I want to make that friendship, you know, one of the most important things too, when I'm able to see them or we both are aligning and want to hang out, whatever it is. And how boring would it be if I just like kept this person in my life and I was like all right cool like nothing for you it's like what what kind of friendship is that too you know it goes in every relationship we have I feel like yeah
0: you know if you want to have good good friends you've got to be a good friend too
1: it's as simple as that
0: it all comes back to you like that's that's what this is all about like the, the better you can become the better everything else would become, and, and that's what I've loved so much about this course is, you know, watching people come in, and, you know, I don't think people understand, but I talk to everybody almost all day, so, you know, I, like, that's been one of the most, the most challenging parts of, of the course growing is, like, trying to figure out how to manage, you know, keeping up with everybody. And, and I really do want to make myself available. Um, but you know, like I spend hours a day. DMing. Right. So I'm, I'm hearing about everybody's, you know, whatever's going on. And it's been so amazing to watch people come in and, and they start, you know, telling you their mediocre problems and this and that. And, um, you know, the, the typical one is like, drama with friends or you know that type of thing and it's like okay let's just see what happens you know because those type of problems should not exist like if you're being a very good person and and you're really working on yourself like drama with friends what that that's not that's not something that should be happening in your life it's not And so it's, it's been amazing to watch, you know, there's like one girl that comes, comes to mind right away. And if she listens to this, she'll know I'm talking about her. I love it. You know, she always told me about this friend and that friend and I'm having a falling out with this person and that person and, and at work I'm fighting with the boss and I'm just like, okay, like Let's just get it together. And now her messages are like, I love this person that I'm working with now You know, I, I, this friendship is like so amazing for me. And, you know, that's what happens Right. when you stop like living from your own neurotic mind, you stop projecting that out into everybody. Like if there's a problem at work with your boss or this or that, like you can handle it. Don't let it be a problem. I mean, you know, I've had jobs before where there were like, potential problems but I was never going to let it manifest into a real problem because I wasn't getting interlocked into it
1: right oh this is so funny to 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 think about right now because starting the practice I've had more people come up to me um actually within the last two weeks and definitely not on the scale that you've had but just very young um, kids, maybe like 19, 20. Um, my boyfriend owns a retail shop. So there's a lot of, you know, young kids that come in there and they're they're so awesome. They're super autis- uh, artistic. Sorry, not autistic. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was uh, that's a whole other conversation. That is. I was just about to say, I was like, uh for a later date, <laughs> mm-hmm. we can talk about that. Well, they're super you know. <laughs> right. They're super artistic. And I see that, you know, I had one girl come up to me and they're, they're talking about how, you know, uh, all these guys that they're, they're dating that like, they just want somebody to, to like them. And like, they're not texting, they're ghosting, like all these things that I kind of have forgotten about now, uh, whether that's age or just doing the practice. And, um, what's been beautiful though, is I had that reflection time too, where I was like, wow, like, I remember this this age (laughs) or this mindset. And now if like you're saying, if something like that pops up in my life, it's so easy to just be like, okay. Like it's not, it's not anything that's taking over space or what is it, paying paying rent. Rent. Paying rent, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Paying rent in my head. And it's so easy to just forget about it. And when you were just talking about this, it's just reminding me of those days when it would just and sit there and wow how far we have come amazing yeah. <laughs> well I think that that that's like this most simple thing to understand
0: that people just don't get you know right. at some point you've got to just take a hard look at yourself and be like oh where am I like enjoying this drama there's a part of me that likes this and it's weird And, you know, like it even that came up for me last week. Like I had a situation come up like a family thing and, you know, I started realizing that I was kind of creating a drama out of it in my own mind. And I just snapped out of it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It does not have to be that way. I'm not going to make it that way. And so, you know, I just, ended it here and there you know I sent the person flowers and and was just like I love you you know and ended that but had I not had the self-control to pull myself out of it there would have been a subconscious part of me that was kind of enjoying the conflict a little bit kind of enjoying telling other people the little drama and then I'm like this is so um low consciousness And you know, like you get to a point where you still feel that. And I think that those are great humbling moments because we're human. Right You know, I see that all the time in the course, like don't walk out of here, like thinking you're not human because you are, and you should have these human humbling moments they are great indicators of where, where, how far you've come or how far you still need to go. And if you can now kind of change your behavior in a day or two days, three days. Amazing. That's progress you know, before people would drag things out for months. And now it's just like you squash it on your own in, you know, maybe even in uh, 10 minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. That's been the greatest thing is those few minutes. I'm just like, oh, okay. And if anything too, what I love about this, this practice is that if I ever am feeling overwhelmed or overworked, whatever, kind of sticky feeling I like to call them sticky feelings like they're trying to latch on to me is that I always know I can go sit down on the floor and do some five minutes you know add five minutes that's it
0: yeah yeah just like little increments throughout the day just to kind of like bring yourself back down or you know even for me it's like uh, I'll just put mantra on Mm -hmm. you know just put mantra on And you instantly just start to feel better. Like you feel your vibration shifting and changing. And you just have this heightened awareness of deciding, this doesn't feel good. I'm not gonna go there. This feels good. I'm gonna go there. and, And the feel good, the go there, like that's just being yourself. I'm just gonna be myself. Because myself is not, you know, sad, moody, bitchy. Like, that's not me.
1: Right. I love that.
0: You just got to find out who you really are. And then you have to always remember who you are. Because there's going to be a lot of tests and a lot of things that come up that, you know, try to push you into forgetting who you are. And, you know, we get on our mat every day just to, re- just remember, just remember who you are, remember what you want to be, who you want to feel, uh, and then just be like relentless about it. Right.
1: Right. So, okay. We're hitting our hour mark, but I definitely want to ask you this question. Yeah,
0: we can keep going. We can keep going. The dog, okay. I, I was honestly worried about my
1: dogs, but they're okay. <laughs> they're okay. Okay. I tend to have that issue with my dogs too. They're at daycare right now. So (laughs) they usually bark during these. Um, But I definitely want to ask you, did you ever, and you, you know, I know because I'm in the class, but I want to ask this for everybody who might be listening, who is not in the course. Um, Did you ever anticipate that things would be at the level that they're at today when you first started? No. Were you
0: in the first month?
1: I was in the first month and then I didn't know that you had like a subscription thing going. So I missed October <laughs> like okay. stupidly. And then uh was like, oh, I got to get back in there. What did I do? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So uh,
0: no, almost. no, I had no idea.
1: I had no idea.
0: And, you know, right now in this time, it's like a very bittersweet moment for me because, you know, this time a year ago was when I started, working towards it
1: and mm-hmm.
0: god i look at my life now versus a year ago and like i mean i'm sitting here in my teaching room like that's something i wanted forever i always wanted a meditation room and that's something that i was able to achieve you know this year uh so no i didn't expect it and um I you know, I, I came up with the idea. Like I'm I'm just gonna teach online because at that this was like back in August when there was like a lot of weird stuff happening in the mm-hmm. world and I was starting to get a little bit nervous about you know my security in, in the world. Like, am I gonna be able to get a job? Am I gonna get fired from my job mm-hmm. because I had no plans to do what was being asked of people at that time in the world. Right. Um, And nothing was going to shift that. Same here. Yeah, I was solid in my decision. So I realized like, well, if I'm going to be solid in my decision, I better get solid in my finances. So I started this because I was worried I was going to lose my job. And so my original goal was just to, Try. I'm like, I gotta try to make as much as I'm making in that job, so that if the time comes and I lose my job, I'll be okay. Like then I won't be in in like survival mode. That mm-hmm. rent to pay. You know, you gotta live. Yeah. I like to live. I'm an eight. I like to live a certain life. So I'm like, I'm not about to be jobless. So um, I had a goal of getting 22 people. Mm. And I, I remember the morning I woke up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to teach online. Like I don't know. It just came to me. And then I went and got my hair done. I probably messaged you. Did I?
1: This is so funny because I was talking about this with Josh. I cannot remember how I joined the course.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I messaged you. I had a list of 22 people
1: oh, that honored.
0: i to. <laughs> and I And I messaged every single person. I reached out to them first because you know what? I honestly had so much fear that like, I didn't even want to put it online because I'm like, Oh my God, what if nobody signs up? Like, then I'll look like such a dork. Like I'm promoting this Kundalini course. Like nobody signs up. Let me just reach out to people privately. You know, that's the fear. And from the time of sitting down to get my hair done and leaving the salon. I filled 22 spots and I'm like, whoa, okay. I'm gonna post it and see if I can get like a couple more. So I ended up posting that I was gonna be teaching and and it was gonna start. And, you know, I knew I was gonna do it on Instagram. I didn't have no website, nothing. Everything was like Venmo at that time. And so I'm like, you know, I have nothing to even show for this and I'm asking people for their money. and I think September, I ended up getting maybe to like 33 people. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Like, I have 33 people. And then um, I pretty much knew, like, in that first course that things were actually working because, like, mm. people were doing the class and, like, being like, oh, my God, I'm feeling it. Like, I'm crying. And, like, that's my... That's my like GPS. If I get people to cry, I know I'm doing it right.
1: So (laughs) you're doing it right.
0: (laughs) Normal that I'm crying. I'm like, yes, thank God. Thank you. I'm so glad I'm crying. Now I know that I'm teaching well. So, uh, you know, then the next month comes and it doubles and I'm at like 60 something and I'm like, what the fuck? What? Um, and that just kept happening. So, so I, w- I would say like October, I started to feel like, oh my god, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. And you know, the whole time I'm working closely with with my teacher, which a lot of people know, ringmaster. And you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he's like talking to me like, what you're doing here would take people a really long time, and you're doing it really, really quickly like it's moving very fast. And um, I had this number goal in my head, you know, once I started to feel like, okay, you know, that first number goal, obviously I've exceeded that times a lot. Um, and that goal is funny to me now. You know, right. Hilarious. That, you know, your goals should, your goal's you should just blow right past them and be like, Oh my God, my mind was that limited. I thought I could only make that much, or I could only do this much. So anyways, um, I set a much larger goal and that was the point where I realized like, okay, I can quit my job now. I don't have to, you know, the whole like wait to get fired thing. Mm-hmm. Like no, I'm actually in a position where I can quit my job. Like I, this is actually what I'm going to do now. And that was a really, really beautiful moment. And, and um, I loved my job before, by the way, you know, if they're listening, I loved my job. It was great, but it was this moment where I'm like, okay, like I'm going to bet on myself. It didn't feel so risky when you look at the numbers, but uh, I, I just realized like, I'm going to be able to go 100% into the teachings now. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have to pick up and worry about doing this other job because, you know, I, I was starting to not do a great job at my other job because I was so, so deep up. in things. Um, and then from there, after quitting my job, that's when it like blew up. That's when the numbers started getting so high that I'm like, what? Right. So, um you know, if you take anything from listening to this, bet on yourself, take the risk, but be realistic with the risks. You know, I didn't, I didn't quit my job after the first month of the angel course. I waited until I felt really, really solid about it. Right. And, you know, you got to be smart with your risks, calculated risks. So um, and you, when you take risks, the universe will will reward you and And, and that's when I really was able to put, you know, a hundred percent of my effort into teaching and, um, you know, this, this is what I do all day.
1: I don't think I've ever told you this. And I just, because I just remembered. So, um, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I talk about Kundalini constantly. So obviously my boyfriend has had to hear about it a lot and he's actually super into it too. He used to do some Kundalini. So he's helped startups, um, you know, figure out their business model. And one day, this was months ago now, and I can't believe I didn't tell you. He came back to, or he came over and he was like, yeah, I was referencing your teacher, uh, for these startups because seeing what she's doing is like absolutely amazing. And I was like, I know, (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of something just so like, you know, people tend to overthink things and you know you use the resources that were in front of you like okay where's a place where everybody can do this together via Instagram mm-hmm. it's that simple but it's still showing yeah. it's still not taking away from how beautiful these teachings are and well
0: you know I just came to the realization that like none of the other stuff mattered all that mattered was just teaching and, and energy and um you know people in the course like if you've been with me you know like there, I mean, there was one time where I'm, you know, teaching in a fucking bathroom, like, you know, like I just, I never cared what my background looked like. I, I never care if my dogs are barking. It just is what it is. Like, right. you know, I, I'm just me, I'm here, I'm in my home and I'm just teaching and I, I'm not gonna get out like some lights and stuff because I don't care. Because all that stuff to me is like a distraction. And same goes with, you know, my appearance. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna wake up and, and like look like total shit on camera, but I just don't really care anymore. Like, okay, you know, there's like mornings where like, I probably forgot to brush my hair. But the thing is like, I'm just here to show up and just teach what I gotta teach. And all the other stuff is fluff and there's so much spiritual stuff out there now that's like trying to have like the most beautiful graphics and like this and that and it's like whatever
1: just do it whatever right and and I think that's the thing too though is like why we've all absolutely loved coming to you is like you're it's relatable and also too you look cute every single class so just so you know
0: (laughs) I don't always feel that way but I always feel good after but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that's been fun like everybody, you know, kind of being part of like the journey. I mean, I've moved two times during this yeah. course. Um I started in my apartment and then I moved and now I'm in a house. You know, like everybody's come along with me through all the changes that have happened in in my life too. Like I've received huge upgrades and huge blessings since I started this course and it's it's not just money. Like Mm-hmm. i I teach a lot about money, yeah, I do. I'm an eight, I'm a goat. It's what I'm meant to be teaching about, um, but th- it's not just that, like the upgrades and the blessings are are far, far beyond that and i I think that um people have felt those changes happening in me as as I've evolved as a teacher and you know who I was in September is not who I am now, so great. You know, just all of us growing together. And, you know, sometimes people forget that. Like, I'm changing, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing the practice, too. I'm going through all of it, too. Right. You know, we're we're all changing. Just because I'm the one teaching, leading the class, doesn't mean that I'm not still moving through everything that we're working on. I mean, July was, like, the biggest proof of that
1: I'll never forget July but in the best way
0: I know and you know what was so beautiful about July is um it was so tough like those first two weeks I'm like you know it was just a really hard time but we we go through that like the spiritual path is is a lot of ups and downs and ups and downs and and if you can face the downs the ups the the come up is like Oh, it's so worth it. So, you know, July was so tough and then it I ended it teaching in St. Bart's, which was never planned. It was gorgeous. So, you know, to me, I was sitting there one day and I'm just like, wow, like this this is is a sign, this is a reward for doing the work in the beginning of this month. Because it was not easy. I mean we could. this could be like the July podcast but you know we really worked through some super super deep parts of our psyche yeah. and um, we saw a lot of our own weaknesses and a lot of our fears and uh, there were moments where I was just losing it and then I found it all mm-hmm. and now we're like you know, and, and if you, if you really like show how the much months piggyback off of each other is yeah. now we're in August and, and it's, it's deep, it's deep. We're working through some stuff, but I'm having like, I have laughed more in August than I have in a long time. I mean, it's just been the most fun month for me lately. Like right.
1: everything
0: is hilarious. I have been laughing my ass off and, and it's because like we cleared a really, really dark part of our minds in July and, and the lightness is here.
1: Yeah. That's so funny that you said that because all week I've been like having, I guess like jokes pop up in my mind. So I'm like, Oh, like, I'm just (laughs) going to share that. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I'm like, okay. Like, I'm going to actually like make a reel about that right now. Or like, if I find it funny, like maybe someone else will find it funny. And you know, this was, this was not the the grand scheme of July that I was working on, but like that little bit of just having, um, when you talked about it on in class today, where it's like, you used to be worried about showing your face on screen or just being recorded. And I too would always like second guess, like, Oh, I thought this joke was funny. Like maybe I'll do it. (laughs) And then I like, wouldn't get it right. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. but I, like, my face looks weird while I'm telling it or whatever it may be. And like, like you said, this past week, I've just been like, who cares? Like, I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, because
0: the other thing I've realized is like, I just, we, we just have to get like, that's actually like what we're working on this month. Right. August is very much about just not caring what anybody thinks of you. Right. Because when you care mm-hmm. what people think, it creates so much fatigue, so much stress in your body. Like, that, that was the thought I had about four days into the course. Like, it was like a lightning. It's like, cause you know, freedom from fatigue is the theme. Yeah. What, what's really causing our fatigue? Well, it's our own negative thoughts that we have about ourselves and caring what thoughts people have about us. And at the end of the day, whatever thoughts people have about you, it is so true that it is really just a reflection of their own mind. And if somebody wants to pick out something negative about you, it's just because you're triggering that within them.
1: 100%.
0: Who cares? Who cares?
1: I love that. And again, so I could talk to you for hours and hours, um, but we'll just probably have you come along on like another season yeah, too, yeah. and just keep sharing all that you've learned. But I do want to end on this one last question. It's the question that I like to ask people. And it also could be something too, where it's like, I'm not even thinking about that right now. Um, and you might not even be able to share it with us, but I thought I would ask. So what do you feel like is next for you? or something that you're working on, it it can be honestly, even personal. It doesn't even have to be about the course, but what do you feel like, um, is that next opening that you want to step into?
0: No, I think for me, my, my prayer every day is, you know, I, I really say this every day, like, please just bring me whoever needs me and then bring me the strength and the energy to be able to handle as many people that need me. Because, uh, you know, without ego, I am needed. And I, I have been able to shift and change a lot of people's minds and lives for the better. And so I, I you know, I have a, a job to do here. And so I, I don't, it's not that I don't know what's next, but I just know that I'm just supposed to call in people who need me, and um, you know, I'll just kind of let God handle the rest. But you know, in a in in let me talk like an eight quickly though, because I am an eight life path. Um, I am gonna expand like in a lot of other ways with the course. Uh, You know, there's gonna be like things that I'm gonna sell soon, so you know, that's what I'm working on right now. Like, what? How can I? Uh, expand just from teaching mm. you know because sure you know I could just teach and do great but you know there, there's we should always be you know multiple streams multiple streams so uh, I'd like to be you know selling angel stuff things like that mm. so I, I'm working on all of those things uh, definitely definitely will be teaching in person this year so that's definitely the goal uh new york city was supposed to be summer but i'm gonna do it in the fall because you know fall time in new york is just beautiful so uh in-person classes is definitely what's next so you know i really want to like meet everybody and i want to teach in person uh but that'll be like rare you know here or there uh a retreat for sure at some point uh next year um and then you know beyond that, I'm just working on other things like you know making investments that have nothing to do with teaching Kundalini. But you know just you know I was just talking earlier like looking to um, you know buy buy properties things like that. So yeah, con- you know this is just how my mind works. Like I'm constantly thinking business creating. Um and I'm also, I'm just gonna put this out there, really like praying hard for I know there's somebody that's supposed to come and help me. And I don't know who it is, so you know maybe listening, but there's okay. gonna be someone that's gonna come help me because I can only do so much on my own when I'm teaching. Well teaching is, is exhausting. So um I hope that the next time we talk I'll be like yeah it's this person right there, there's someone. there's someone I just don't know who it is yet so you know this is part of the practice you learn how to um, pray and ask for the things that you need and you want and then you don't spend too much time worrying about it because you know it will come hmm. you don't even know what it is but it will come and that's that you know we'll end on on My favorite, favorite teaching, which really pushed me through a lot of tough times in my life is um, patience pays, wait, let the hand of God work for you. And, you know, why, why are you in a doubtful state? The one who created you will take care of you. And if you need a million things, a million things will reach you as long as you're just calm, consolidated, kind, compassionate, peaceful, you know, everything will be provided.
1: I love that so much. Patient pays. And I'll definitely be wanting to buy some Angel Course merch. That's a given.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Uh, Hopefully in the next like month or two. Um, But it'll be, it'll be really,
1: I don't doubt it for a second. And I will, if you come to LA or our paths cross in another area, I will 1000. I'll,
0: I'll be there next week. If you want to go to a class. Oh my God, so I'll, yes. I'll you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Message me. Um, I would absolutely love that. Um, oh my gosh. So Kylie, thank you again. I honestly, I could talk to you for hours. I am just so grateful that you shared this space with me right now. Um, so thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you. thanks for having me. I, I just love you. I, oh. I really do. really, really happy to have you in the course.
1: I don't know if you ever hear me. I'm like on other episodes or I'm like just talking in general, and sometimes I think I, I believe in telepathy a little bit because it just it happens. so I'm always like, I adore her. <laughs> I'm just like I just yeah, have like right. God, I've been like, I'm like, damn. When's she going to ask me to be on this podcast?
0: Like, she has Josh before me? (laughs) I'll love to Josh. He'll laugh when he hears that one. (laughs) He will laugh. Yeah, I love Josh so much. You know, Josh, actually, real quick, Josh actually drove six and a half hours one day to come to one of my in-person classes. Joshua. Yeah, that was his first Kundalini class. That was like, back when I uh, was teaching in person in my apartment a while ago. So yeah, he came to class and
1: uh, it was so cool, you know? And and uh, yeah, that's so supportive and amazing, you know, like it's, and it's always, it, it's so funny too, because we've talked about it before, like just the connections that you can make with people that seem, you know, oh, it's online or it, no, it,
0: it's so far beyond that. Like, it's so much it's- With with Gigi and and now with this course, like, um, like uh, the love I feel for everybody in the course, I never. No offense to you guys, but I never expected that I would like feel so deeply connected to everybody, and you know the love that I get from you guys too. It's like, you know, I just I've never felt so good about myself. I've never felt so full um Mm -hmm. like i'm i i never feel lonely ever anymore you know i moved to a place where i have no friends i don't know anybody here but i've never once felt lonely because i just feel like i hang out with you guys every day and it's just the most beautiful blessing so everybody in the course that's listening thank you thank you so so much
1: and I don't usually want to speak on anybody's behalf, but I think we can all thank you very much too, because you've provided that community and conversation for all of us. So I, I agree, like, you know, in those moments and if we didn't have each other say during July or whatever it was, um, you know, we were all able to have each other's backs through all these things and we're in all these different locations. So I, I think everybody would love to say like big, big, thank you to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just end on that that is the best part about the course. Uh, And and not something that I I had planned for, but it just naturally happened was the community that we built together because it is very important to have people to um, talk to and relate to that are going through similar changes. Uh, And that was the most beautiful thing for me about Kundalini uh, is the friendships that I built with the people who are also practitioners because you know, we need each other.
1: Not yeah. many people
0: get it. Not many people understand it. And to be able to uh, talk about it to people without sounding like a nutcase is amazing, you know, because if, you, if you've never practiced and you're trying to explain to someone like, yeah, I peeled back this like deep subconscious layer, they're just like, what are you like even talking about? But, you know, when you say it to someone that's in the course, like,
1: yeah they get it yeah so well again thank you so much for coming on here and everybody who's listening thank you so much for listening to the flip side podcast where we talk everything upside down and inside out and today again we had the beautiful kylie here uh barbie bricks um you can find her at barbie bricks or you can find her at the angel course and .com. If, oh .com. <laughs> And if you guys are looking to change your life, this might be a good first step. So yep.
0: Yep. the next course, the spots will open, the spots always open on the 18th before I start a new course on the first of the month. So, you know, you have like two weeks to kind of like mentally prepare yourself. And then, you know, all you do is you show up on the first of the month and you sit down and you put your phone on and you just do what I tell you to do. And then you keep up and, 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 uh, you will see shifts if you participate. You will see shifts.
1: Facts. That's G-L. all I can say about that. Facts. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you so so much.
1: Thank you Bless. so much. We can end with a satnam. Zukai. <laughs> satnam yeah, for being here. Um, and yeah, thanks everybody. We will chat soon. Bye.